when you came back to me. Because I need you. Lee. Sure. It's okay. It's okay to be scared. Only thing scarier than doing this is doing it without you. Hello, and you are listening to the Gotham Chronicle podcast, powered by the BatmanUniverse.net. Check out the Batman Universe for this and many other Batman podcasts, plus news and other things. I'm Josh, and joining me is... <laughs> the first witness, this is Donovan. The first witness, this is Jan. And uh, before we get this trial any further, um, I do have a question for you guys. What would you say if I told you that I had the greatest smelling perfume in the world? I'd say that's Get kind away of, from me. It's kind of a random uh, point of interest. <laughs> He's like, what was it he say? He's like, I'd say that's a very big change of subject, but can we go back to the part where you said, uh, people? Just <laughs> 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 I love this so so basically, everyone, the whole episode is just Chris Chalk and Davi Mazzaz in that scene. Like, nothing else happens. That's it. It's like that. That's the whole episode. Oh, people. So this is this episode, though. Yeah. This is the trial of Jim Gordon, um, written by Ben, Jim Gordon McKenzie, directed by Aaron Barbara Keen Richards. And. Fun note, this is the last episode of the series filmed. They filmed this after they did, like, the series finale. Like, this was, like, they had just, like, this episode was the last one that, like, they worked on because they had to, like, do the last ones out of order. Um, The last shot of the series is uh, the wedding at the end. And, like, Robin Lord Taylor's, like, last line that he ever said as Oswald Cobblepot was, like, in that first scene where he's, like... Jim, it's your show, my casa, Sue casa. So, uh, very interesting when you watch it with that in mind. And, like, it, it's almost like a second series finale after, like, the first series finale. Because, like, you do get the sense that, like, this is them looking back on the show with stuff like, you know, Zaz, the mutant leader, Ivy. They reference other stuff like Galavan. And, you know, they bring back, like, old props like Pig's Masks and the Court of Owls Mask. Uh, so... Jim is shot, and he goes on a little fantasy where he remembers every bad thing that he's ever done. 
every single thing. Except for season three. <laughs> yes, every there's there's nothing that wasn't mentioned. Nothing yeah. at all. Nothing big. Nothing especially and no when, one. Like, especially when Lee says all the bad things that you did to me. A, a broken engagement, a lost child, a broken like what, what was it like a broken heart? Like she says yeah, like I three things, it. and none of them are like you know I don't know wrecking her honeymoon. Because I think Dom brought up to me this is like Jim's mind, so in Jim's mind he did nothing wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> Murdering my husband in cold blood. <laughs> I don't remember doing that. <laughs> Well, it, it's funny because, like, we had that running joke on the podcast where Jim keeps on forgetting that, like, he killed Mario. So it's almost like the pot. It's almost like they did that here. Hard to take life. Yeah. So he, he has, you know, his. He, <laughs> he fights for his life while Lee fights for his life as well. And, like, there's a scene of, like, Alfred and Lee talking about how awesome Jim is, written by Ben McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Richards. Direct well, Aaron Richardson, but yes, he did direct it. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he wakes up. He did a good job though. It, I forget, like, that they worked on this episode. So like when I watch it, like, which is credit to them because like I don't feel like the dialogue is ever and I mean, and I guess I'm jumping ahead, but like I, I never felt like the dialogue was unnatural for these characters. So, like, credit to Ben McKenzie that, like, he did do a good job, like, getting the characters' voices, which he should. He's been living in the show for, like, five years. Yeah. Like, I had to remind myself, when, like, Bruce is angsting to Selena, I'm like, oh, yeah, this was written by Ben McKenzie. He's putting these words in David's mouth. <laughs> so, Jim is A-OK. Um, Zaz is being shipped with, you know... Um, Ivy instead of Alvarez, which makes me sad. There's a wedding at the end, and it's not between Zaz and Alvarez, which makes me sad. Sure. But it makes Bar- but it makes Barbara sad because like she and Penguin are having like uh, Penguin's <laughs> rubbing her face like so. Jim and Lee together at last, and it's all your fault. It's like why do you care, Penguin? <laughs> he he's like <laughs> he's not exactly barefoot, but he might as well be like in his pajamas, like barefoot, like on her bed, like, as if they're having a sleepover in that scene. He's, like, so relaxed. I was like, I swear to God, like, two episodes ago, it was, I will find that little bird, and I will kill him! Now they're the best of friends. Hold on, hold on. You you totally had a missed opportunity. He could have been laying across her bed, like Catwoman in... <laughs> <laughs> that that returns. A plan's forming. <laughs> scree, scree, scree. <laughs> no, to stop Jim Gordon, we must make him what he hates the most, namely us. <laughs> and like, instead of like a bad shadow puppet, it's like a a, a, a police bad shadow puppet. <laughs> it's a very complicated Somehow. shadow puppet. Somehow <laughs> makes it with his hands. Scree, scree. Uh, <laughs> of course, it, it turns out that Jim Gordon's already dead because, like, he realized once he was on the honeymoon with Lee, he's like, "Wait a second, but on your last honeymoon, I killed your husband Mario. But now that I married you, that makes me Mario." No, and he like slowly like pulls the gun to himself. Must resist. <laughs> Must kill Mario. <laughs> Must stop being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to stop. 
she just like drives back to the GCBD. Like Gordon's like blood matter still on like her dress, and she's like, I don't want to talk about. It. Let's just get to work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Every episode so, is just it's yeah. Just Ivy's back. She has. Uh, I mean. <laughs> There, there, there is no structure to this recap at all. But just know, listeners, like you probably watch the show. If you don't, then <laughs> may God have mercy on my soul for telling you lies. You know, I'm just trying to take over Gotham again. <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> half the recap, like <laughs> man, I need to go back and listen to season one and hear how seriously I like. <laughs> I tried to make this like show like with the discussion points you and everything. Now it's like, everything you've said so far is true. Including <laughs> Gordon Gordon killing himself on his own honeymoon. <laughs> that happened. No, so I wanna funny. live. I wanna live. Oh my god, no Zinc. Zinc says, That'd be, be funny. Fair. Him killing himself on the honeymoon wouldn't actually be that far fetched. It wouldn't. <laughs> it would not an issue. I'm Mario now. No, he's like driving Lee, and he, and he's like, "You like it, Lee? I found this nice spot. You seriously took me here, Jim? Yeah, it's a it's a nice spot. I I saw it a few years ago while I was on a case and shot some random son of a bitch. Oh my god, his wife was right there. And oh yeah, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> You can't okay, blame okay. a guy for having a bad memory. Um, interrupting you. <laughs> so yeah, there, there, there's three plot lines: Jim's drug trippy fantasy, which crosses into like Ivy, you know, trying to brainwash Bruce to brainwash Lucius to like, I guess, do something with Gotham's water, like. <laughs> um, but Selena, st- Selena, like, apparently Ivy's brainwashing. You just need to like kick someone in the head. That's it. Isn't that what they did last time? I feel like it took more effort. Like, you had to, like, knock them out or something. Like, she just kind of beats Bruce up. And she really, like, gives Lucius one blow. And he's, like, he's okay. But he's Lucius. He he has to be, okay? He has, like, superior genetics. Because, like, he's the only one that knows he's inside, this, he's inside a show. And he questions the script. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you just say people? Uh? <laughs> Can we go back to when you said that? <laughs> <laughs> I would say that was a very rough change of subject. Can we go back to what you said, people? Oh. <laughs> Did you remember me warning you about that? What? Okay. I said, Lucius is going to say something really funny, and you said, no, now I'm going to be expecting it, and then I'm not going to appreciate the moment when it happens. That was this moment. Uh, no, that's what you were talking about. Also, I completely forgot about it. Yay! <laughs> okay. So, having an episode this week, so I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and, and the, I guess the other plot line is Penguin and Barbara Keynes, you know, like sleep over friendship as they're like that's, basically that's barely they can't a leave subplot. The... Yeah. Well, it, it, it's they can't leave the city yet because this is an extra episode being written in between like the submarine subplot and the other stuff. So, like, they just have to talk about, like, is the submarine built yet? No, it's not built yet, because this is an extra talking about the submarine. And then, um, I guess, like, Jim Gordon married Lee. Now, you know, we must leave the city, just as we were planning on doing at the end of Episode 7. 
I, I, I guess let's talk about the episode. Uh, Gordon's, or I guess we'll do our overall thoughts, which I kind of gave a little bit of mine in my pre-recap. So, so you guys, you guys have at it. Um, I'm start off that like I thought I actually thought this is a really badly written episode. Now, before the uh, the charts come, I didn't I didn't hate this episode. I, I didn't think this is this is like an unpleasant episode to watch. It, I thought it was I thought it was it was generally entertaining. Um, there were just a couple of things that were kind of just driving me nuts, and um, I, 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 I'm going to open the floor to Jan to, to contest it, but just, just, just some details that happened, and I know this Gotham, you know, it, it, it exists in, like, you know, an unreality, but I mean, even for this show, because Gordon's been shot twice, or he's been shot before in this show, he was shot in season one, he was shot in season, like, last season, several times, cool. um, and, and it was fairly realistic, like, he needed, you know, help, and this one... He's shot in the side, and, like, they just refuse to take his shirt off or even, like, loosen his tie. <laughs> it, I found... It, it, it's, like, they don't loosen his tie to open up his airway, like, like seriously? And then, like, uh, it was, like, Bullock showing up, like, Penguin, I know you know who, who shot Gordon! You know, tell me who it is! Harvey, like, like, like the bullet came from outside the building. Like, it clearly wasn't me. And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, dude, you've been a detective for, like, 30 years? Like, just crazy stuff that that like I was I was surprised. I guess now I understand this is written in the last minute. I, you know this is kind of this is kind of like a um, a mercenary script. So that's why I'm not counting it so much. But I was kind of like this this is kind of amateur hour for just like the plotting. That being said, I had a really good be- belly laugh um, when Lee dropped the fake baby in, in Gordon's dream, and he's like, "No, no, I want to live." And he's zoomed into like Will, and he's like, "You know, it's all your fault." And then he electrocutes him. And Ben McKenzie <laughs> just screeches, ah! like I I I I laughed, um, and uh, I I I found the kind of like like the last minute wedding, you know, and the le- illegality of it to be kind of this like kind of funny in sort of, <laughs> in sort of a cheesy television way, like 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 uh, everything you know all's all's well that ends well, and then like Barbara's like he'll have to deal with me, like it's oh Gotham you so crazy. So th- th- this is a wacky episode. It, this was the definition of filler, but like it was, it sure was Gotham. Well, in, in fairness, to it being filler, like th- there was a status quo change, like in it, which I'm surprised they were able to do. It's your show, Jan. Mi casa, su casa. <laughs> Get out. Um, I really liked it. I just thought it was like kind of fun. Um, like the way that the dream was directed. I mean, I actually liked a lot of stuff about this episode, which is weird. And I will agree that um, they didn't even open up a shirt. But do they ever open up a shirt when he gets shot? They've ever actually opened up a shirt whenever he's gotten shot. I don't remember any of that. I think it's season so, one. He at least had his like muscle shirt, like his his tank top or something. I mean, when he got shot, did he get shot um, when he went to the baby place? Yes, by uh, Sophia, like five or six times. Yeah, the shirt stayed on. They didn't take it off of that either. I feel that, like, he, like, like at least they took a tie. Like, again, like, like, like they didn't even unbutton his, like, like, like it, I don't get it. <laughs> you know how some people have like a DNR, like a do not resuscitate. He has a like do not disrobe, like like no, I must look stylish. 
even if it cost me my life. I mean, Gordon, my I mean, Armani's. Ben McKenzie's in decent shape. I, I don't know if he's like, he has, has this like fear of looking shirtless or whatever, but like, please tell. I, I mean, am I not crazy? Has Gordon ever had a shirtless scene on this show? Now that I think about has it, has anyone ever had a shirtless scene on this show? I feel um, penguin accessing Brittany memories. But I can't well, remember. Was 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 the mutant leader shirtless? <laughs> but like, okay, of the main. Oh, cast. I mean, like that aren't like crazy killer people, right? I'm thinking of the main cast. Um, oh yes, uh, Mr. Like Freeze. Well, Mr. Freeze has been shirtless. Oh yeah, just He's a, got a nice body. Too. Yeah, just a I, I feel like when people have been tortured on the show, like they've been like shirtless and stuff too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember specifically. Um, Penguin's always had his clothes on. Riddler's always had his clothes on. I feel like all the cops have always had their clothes on. <laughs> the last episode, Bullock gets like a cheesecake like shower scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the soap feels so good. That's the shampoo, Bullock. Gordon, what are you doing here? <laughs> we must conserve water. What is her name? Barbara uh, has had their clothes on. I can't think of anyone. Why do you forget Barbara's room. name? <laughs> well, yeah, I think I think Barbara and Montoya were implied in the kid. Aaron. Uh, okay. But like you know, you don't you don't. I mean, you don't see anything. But like, uh, yeah, it's, it's just like, like like the whole like you know, come on, Jim, don't leave me. When he's like fully dressed, but like has a gun gun shot. That just I was, it was just like not only you know I'm not saying I didn't buy that he was in trouble. I'm saying like 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 they didn't care to really put it put it convincingly i don't feel like they i feel like for the the type of show that it is they really didn't feel the need to like remove anything just keep them in costume that's so strange <laughs> look it's not batman it's not batman the animated series they don't go into like crazy details about things or any other show or movie <laughs> <laughs> but i did like i did like how that was shot um, I said, like, how ridiculous. I loved Ben McKenzie's lawyer accent because he had a completely different <laughs> voice than the I was really impressed. I was like, he walked over and he had that, I forget what it sounded like. I just knew that it sounded like, I think it sounded like transatlantic. Your Honor, Jim Gordon destroys everything he touches. And I should know, I'm him. It sounded kind of like the old <laughs> movie style. You know what I mean? It was definitely a different see. voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, I like this. This is so cool. I would have never thought of like trying to do something like this and insane like like if I don't know, for me I just I guess I would have just had him do more of the same or had him since it was the last episode cut his hair like he had it in the very first episode with that military buzz cut look and come in and do it. Because that would have had a strong impact, I think. Um, that would have been interesting. This is the least annoying Barbara has ever been. Hmm. When she poisoned the guy. <laughs> In all these extra episodes, like she's like murdering people. Where like it's funny. We're like, oh, Barbara's never, you know, hasn't killed anyone in years. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Yeah, now in these bonus episodes, it's it's like murder rama. Well, yeah, if, if 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 the if the episode count had remained the same, she's her hands would still have been clean. 
clips clean. I do love Zaz. Obviously, always love Zaz. Um, I do love that. I did like that they brought back the whole I love Ivy Pepper thing because that's like super cute. <clears throat> the way that they do it, where they're all like they're all like super floofy in love with her. That is, it's not gross. It's just really cute. Like it's high, like not high school, like kindergarten love. Like, because that's what love is about. <laughs> As you saying, said it, I did it. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's not like, she's so sexy, because, you know, 12-year-old. It, it's like, it's, it's like, uh, Ivy Pepper Zaz, or like, what, what does he say? Like, like Ivy Pepper Zaz, or something like that? It's Ivy Pepper Zaz. It's like, it's like when you were in uh, middle school or grade school, and you're just writing in your notebook the same thing over and over again, like, <clears throat> Mrs. Dante Sparta. Um... <laughs> Look, Devil May Cry Five just came out. I, I've had a crush on it since I was like, when did the first one come out? Joshua like, Lappin, Keen Tony, ninety-seven, I think. Yeah, so I was in high school, so I've had a crush on him that long. And he, oh god, he aged so well. But okay, focus. Um, <laughs> Way to say on the ball, Jan. This is business we're we're talking about. Uh, what other scene was there? I did actually like the Barbara Keene storyline in this. Um, because it did give her a little bit... I mean, it it helped to work with what they've been trying to build this entire season. But since the focus, like she was working on this episode, I feel like it worked a little bit more to cement what she was doing. And then actually having Penguin point out what she was doing was super helpful versus like them just and now she's just going to be a better person it's it's good that somebody noticed she was doing it basically is what I'm saying mm-hmm. um, what other storyline was in there? Well, how, how much do we because like I'm trying to remember this, this is another instance where Gordon's in grievous harm and the camera is focused on how much does Barbara care about that, and it looks like she's more. I don't she cares. Um, well, I, mean, I, I think she's more caring about like you know how she's viewed as a, as a potential mother rather than his well being. Like she, I don't, I don't, I don't think she cares about him, and that's fine. She doesn't have to care about him whatsoever. Yeah, remember yeah. when she thought he died last year and she like toasted? Yeah, she tried to redo that this time, except she used it to her advantage. Oh yeah, that's true. Good symmetry. I don't know if that was on purpose. <clears throat> well, I guess she remembered that everybody was like super excited about it and invited them all for the party, and then was like, "And now, yes, is mine." <laughs> Just like her. Because I'm Babs. I'm Babs. Get out. Um, no, because when you said your asses, it reminded me of your body is mine. And uh, oh man, okay, that's that is really uncomfortable now in light of recent. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Moving I need to help yourself. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of, of of kind of points of interest. Like the whole thing, the 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 story is like this big guilt trip for Gordon, which which is it's it's, it's in character. He's had the weight of his shoulders. Blah blah blah. Um. Did Josh, you had when you, when you were kind of kind of conversing off air about like how Lee was written in this, in terms of her being very much like you know, 
you know, you're trying to save the city, but who's going to save you kind of thing. I, I thought that the way that, like, that conversation between her and him, it felt very season two. Which, in fairness, like, they have not been, like, a couple since season two, so they wouldn't have had a conversation like that since then. And You know, but, like, it, it's 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 weird. I was like, oh, we're, like, it, it felt very, very, like, of the past. Um, because, like, Lee is not, like, this... Sit sit by the window and wait for like you know Spider Man to come home like girlfriend like she was in season two. Although like even in season two, like I liked how she was written. I thought that she was like the anti TV girlfriend then. Like she wasn't like you know like your secret score and they're tearing us apart. But the whole that. like her being worried while Gordon goes out to fight crime like it's I feel like she's so much more than that and she's been so much more than that. But like in fairness. Uh, Ben McKenzie like did tell us that um the hardest person for him to write for is his wife, and that if he doesn't get it right, he gets in trouble at home. <laughs> uh I love you. There, page one. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm not particularly a fan of her being like, oh Jim, oh Jim, if something dies, I'll never happen to you, Jim, because like she's been so much more on this show, especially. N- not that she wouldn't like react with horror if like Jim was at Death's door. Um, but it watches it watches the- it watches a little um a little strange because like obviously that first scene was foreshadowing him getting shot. So it felt Yeah. It it kind of felt telegraphed. Not not so much him getting shot, <laughs> but like her feelings like like Jim, anything whatever happened to you. I mean he's always been in danger. So like whatever. <laughs> I want a special D V D feature, like like uh <laughs> like when, when, when Lee's like, what's going to happen if you go? Are Barbara and I going to raise this baby together? Like, what a special DVD feature where it's Ben McKenzie imagining, like, Aaron Richards and Marina Baccarin, like, raising a baby together, like, as if it was, like, a 1980s sitcom, like. Oh, <laughs> uh, you forget. That would probably just end up with them getting married. <gasps> ben McK- ben- Gordon, snap out of it. In a minute, Bullock, in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. Because <laughs> <laughs> you remember, Bab ba- swings both ways. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that has not been addressed on the show in a long time. <laughs> Although, you know, she hasn't really been a romantic oh, she, she character in a long Tabitha's time. She kissed Tabitha's dead cult lips, but, like, you know, that, in reference to their relationship. But uh... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, well, that was the last time it was. Well, that wasn't even like a. I don't even think they were together, though. Not like that one. Yeah, like we we we, we talked about before that like her and Tabitha haven't explicitly been like sexually active with each other and since season two like it's been like not contradicted. I felt like season two, it just felt like it was just for ooh ratings. Look at these dirty women lesbians. Watch Gotham on Fox, and then watch Fox News Followed by yell at you about morality. <laughs> um. Yeah, like, her relationship with Tabitha was, like, more undefined, like, later on. But, oh, yeah, that's right. Barbara is bisexual. Well, that, I, that I think it's a thing. point that, like, that, like, when Tabitha started working with her again after last season, I don't think they ever implied that they got back together romantically. Because this season, it's like, you know, like, we're friends now. But, like, I felt that, like, Tabitha was way more just putting up with her. Well, and yeah. Tabitha was also had to forgive her for the whole Butch thing. Uh, I will never forgive her for the whole Butch thing. <laughs> I was listening to uh, Donovan's uh, and Harry Dean questions. We don't have answers. 
and they did a plug and they did an episode on Captain <laughs> they did an episode on Captain Marvel and like at one point they start talking about Barbara Keane as you naturally You say they I cuz Harry doesn't want anything to do with the show <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so like Donovan's like he's talking about the end of last season. He's like, yeah. And when Barbara f- finds out that Penguin killed Butch, it's enough to make her hate all men forever, even though she killed Butch last season. And that made me laugh. He's <laughs> not wrong, though. Um, but okay. anyway, on to the, you know, actual episode and stuff that happened. The wedding between them. Um, I thought, first of all, like, um, I knew that it was going to end with a wedding since, like, December, because that was, like, one of the worst-kept secrets of the show. Because even though, like, they were being very tight-lipped about it, everyone that was there for, like, the last day of filming was, like, taking pictures of, like, you know, like, Erin Richards, like, getting ready for, like, the last, like, shot of the show. She's like, all right, everyone, I want to thank you for all this time on Gotham. And then, like... You see, like, them standing in the wedding position. You see the flowers. You see Lee in the wedding, like, dress-ish thing. Like, it's not... So so you could tell that that was going to happen. And then um, when they were at Pally and being interviewed by Damian Holbrook from, like, TV Guide, uh, they were saying, oh, yes, we do something in the last episode that makes Gotham just like something that happened in real life. Wink, wink. So it's like, okay, so Lee and you know uh and gordon get married which is funny because the next few episodes which like were filmed before this they're like they weren't originally written as being married so like now watch the episode like in mind that they're married but that like when it was written they weren't supposed to be married so it's like it's like a retcon that they were they were married this whole time but anyway so um I liked it, and, and I thought that Donald Logue's line was very meta, where he's like, you know, like, a lot of crazy stuff has happened here in the last few years, but one thing that's good is that these two people met and fell in love right here, and because he because he doesn't specifically, Wait, like, no, no, say no, no. They, names, they, they, like, they, they met and fell in love at Arkham Asylum, right? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say I think he just needs to say my general, you bitch. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think he met... I think he means like meet in the city and like in Gotham and this like craziness of, you know, everything that's happened. Hmm. And uh, <laughs> he is the one that got her the job there and then yelled at her. How dare you get a job here? Who's the son of a bitch that told you to do that? I like how like son of a bitch is like your to It's <laughs> just as a clay face. Yeah, it's <laughs> I'm not making it up. It's <laughs> He does say that. I remember explicitly uh, when he, I guess it was last season, where he answered the phone. It was like, you know, Lieutenant Gordon. Oh, Gordon, it's me, Professor Pig. And he instantly, you son of a bitch. And like, Pig didn't even do anything. (laughs) (laughs) He was just on the run. Well, I mean, he did kill the cops. I suppose, but like, yeah, it was, it was like, it's it's me, Gordon, Professor Pig. to call him a son of a bitch, but... That I don't think it's enough, but that's just me. <laughs> but anyway, like I thought that that was the really like sweet meta moment in the wedding. Um, I've said before I would have preferred him ending up with Barbara, but oh well, you know this is what we're doing. Um, but yeah, I would not. Uh, poor Mario was spinning in his grave, you know. I'm sure, but no one cares about Mario. Look, his wife Honestly, nobody does anymore. Well, yeah. you know, all of Mario's family is either dead or comatose, so, like, no one does. 
Yeah. Not his coworkers well, not at the hospital or anything. His his wife. <laughs> yeah, she's alive and kicking and like you know defiling his, his memory. But by... decided his wife decided take the virus that got him killed in the first place, try to destroy Gotham and run away with the man who killed him, and then she became the queen of the Narrows. Then she banged a known criminal. For like a whole season, robbed a bank, and then yeah, robbed the bank, and then she robbed more than one bank, and then she decided to become a robot. Jk, um, she became a robot. <laughs> I like how you say decide to like yeah, decided <laughs> to, she decided to become a robot. <laughs> what a decision! <laughs> she went to like yeah. Doctor Niles called her. <laughs> And now, now she is back with her original man. Her original man. Mm-hmm. But, and she uh, decided to marry him so that together they can raise the baby that he's having with another woman. Who she's the OBGYN for. Just, yes. just as I planned it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, Lee Tompkins, take? Wait a second! Wait a second! You and the doc? <laughs> Get out! <laughs> Get out! God, that is a throwback! Holy shit! <laughs> you son of a bitch! I'll kill you! <laughs> so, like, for listeners who don't remember or need context, which, like, I was Jan's dying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there was three episodes in a row in season one. Where, like, Bullock finds out for the first time that, like, Gordon and, like, Lee are together. He's like, so I hear that you and the doc were doing it in the locker room, eh? You mean my home? Yeah. And then, like, the next episode, he's like, so you and the doc, you traded in the purse for the nurse. I remember that line. It was, like, so stupid. And then, like, an episode later, like, you and Doc Caliente, eh? Like, oh, God. I know. Like, listeners, I am not joking. Like, go back and watch season one. Like, I love season one, but the writers were, like, not coordinating their scripts very well. Because, like, I swear, like, the end of one episode, Gordon's like, you should be the medical examiner. The next episode, Lee's like, I have a surprise. I became the medical examiner. And Gordon's like, shocked and appalled. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's disturbed. And, like, it's the, and I, th- I think she says, you told me to get the job. Yeah, but I was clearly joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Even with a job. <laughs> and I'm convinced that I'm convinced that Marina Bacarin say you told me to get the job was like an ad lib by her part because she like realized like we have to address this because otherwise this makes no sense. I forgot about the doc, <laughs> the doc Caliente line. How, how stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot of the out of his mouth that first season was real dumb. <laughs> now, For years, our joke about pregnant to put a hooker on your own bed. For years, our joke about Bullock was that he had, like, short-term memory loss. (laughs) (laughs) So it's only fitting that he would be the one to marry them. I guess illegally, because, like, like I said, I've known about this wedding since December. And then when I finally saw, like, the episode, I was like, wait, they're not even, like, really married technically? What? Like, because Bullock's like, by the power vested in me by no one. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Don't gloss over that. (laughs) 
I'm glad he said that because really, who is he supposed to be? And like, and yeah, why are they having it like you know, in the place that was just attacked by Zaz? Why don't they actually find like um, you know, so. someplace? Well, a month. Yeah, a, a month later, what he healed <laughs> up. He healed up. They they put everything back to normal, and then they put some flowers around, and somehow found a wedding dress somewhere, a white dress somewhere, and some more flowers <laughs> somewhere. Could you imagine if, if if they didn't pull the the one month later Lodo lettering and it looked as though like, like like later that day and he just like gets up and marries her? Well, like it, it's I, I saw an earlier cut where like that was not there. So like until I saw the aired version, I was like, oh, there is a one month time skip. But then I was wondering if like was the one month time skip in the script the whole time because it, it did raise a few questions where like. Bruce and Selene are like, so about what you said earlier, you know, before Ivy interrupted us, I was like, wait, why are you bringing that up a month later? Like, which it would be a conversation that you would continue. But like the way that they said it, it (laughs) especially because the last time you see Bruce and Selena, they're like, where's Ivy? Oh, no, she was heading to that JCPD. So like the implication is they went to the GCPD and then like, oh, Ivy's taken care of, but stay for this wedding. Um, I don't so know. Maybe I, she that month again. <laughs> it took them a month to get there. They got lost. <laughs> uh, when he leaned in and just like straight up made out with her, I was like, "Yeah, oh, bet. yeah, back cat from the first kiss to the last." <laughs> and then I Bruce like, kisses kisses Cameron Beacon. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce kisses. Emron B. Condova. I mean, I mean, Selena. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Yeah, like, it's the last like, episode. He, he steps out of character. No, he steps into the real world and kisses the actress instead of his actual girlfriend. <laughs> Jim, Jim kisses Lee. Bruce and Selena kiss. Um, uh, Zaz, who's, like, in the little jail cell in the corner, like, that little cell that they have, he, like... Um, motions for Alvarez to come over, then they <laughs> come hither, and then like everyone in the everyone like watching just like starts kissing, like you know, like got an and very important pairing. Then the Riddler oh. magically shows up and kisses Lucius, <laughs> Foxy, and, and like why is it? And then like Alfred is like, why is everyone kissing? And then like from like the rafters, Ivy's like pouring like. Po- Ocean on them, like, <laughs> hey, <not> a stinker. <laughs> yeah, just, I really just just teleports. You didn't think I missed this party, did you? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that month later thing, like, I'm not sure, especially because, like, why did they wait a month to get married? Because, like, it wasn't, it didn't look like it took a month to, like, they didn't have to hire a caterer or book a band or anything like that. They just had to, like, waiting for him to get better because he almost died. <laughs> He actually had to heal this time. She brought him yeah. back from a di- gun- from dying from from blood loss and gunshot wound by pumping his heart, even though she explicitly needed uh, adrenaline. Fine, she did it with the power of her love. Love for Gordon? That can't be enough. <laughs> I mean, Who if he loved all the crap that she she tried to destroy all of Gotham for him. I mean, I'm just saying. Who among the main cast hasn't tried to destroy Gotham aside from Lucius? Actually, technically, this Bruce. episode Lucius, tr- Lucius with his Ivy. No, Bruce was, was was hypnotized by Rachel Gould or or somebody. Like the Court of Owls to like destroy the pl- Gotham. I forgot about that. Was he? Was Bruce on <laughs> t- the Tetris? 
No, no, he wasn't Tetch virus. He like it was the flashback needles. Yeah, he was brainwashed by flashback nettles. Okay, <laughs> but no, the, the the point says I forgot he did try to destroy Gotham. Like like no character is clean. <laughs> Everyone's an e- That's er- a lot. <laughs> Alfred punched a teenage girl. He he let he let a little boy climb up a mountain with a broken leg. Um, <laughs> what else has Alfred done? Um, Nobody is, in a, is aversion to evil. Yeah, hey, like, now, hey now. Harper hasn't done anything bad yet. We've not seen her origin story. <laughs> yeah, like, like Alvarez was a dirty cop to begin with. Yeah, Alvarez was like cheating on his wife. Jan had to remind me about that. Harper could have been, um, I don't know, like, like like Queen of Diamonds or whatever from the 60s show. We don't know. <laughs> We're like speculating. Harper, who's done jack shit to us, like <laughs> surely nice she's done Harper. something. Terrible. I will cut you. <laughs> um. Okay. So anyway, wow. This wedding. Um. Like I said, I thought it was really sweet, and knowing that this was the last episode filmed of the show, like it almost feels like another finale, like a celebration, you know, with with that little meta thing. I thought that was sweet, and then like, and I didn't notice the first time. There's like a wedding march version of the Gotham theme at the end. It's like. <laughs> I have to go back and listen to it. I I I missed it the first time, but yeah, it's 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 there. Um, so like this, that that was good. I I I like that. This isn't one of my favorite episodes, but I did think that it was a good way for like the cast to say goodbye, especially like you know little things like they brought back the mutant leader and like they brought back the uh, props for um, the court of owls, professor pig that I guess like Corey Michael Smith would not have been in this episode had it not been for that one piano part. Like he would have completely missed out on the last episode. Film, I mean, it's, so. it's such a bleak. You miss it shot of him. I almost wonder if it was from another episode, but I don't remember him playing the piano in another episode. Um, him and Penguin when Gordon woke up in season two, like Gordon like wakes up in Riddler's apartment and he sees like him and Penguin playing piano. He's like, what the fuck? Really? Oh, I, I, what, 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 season two, he woke up. The the mid-season finale, when they, they're going to war with Galavan, uh, Gordon wakes up, he's like wounded or something, and he like wakes up, and he's in Nygma's apartment, and Penguin's there, and he's like, wait, you two are friends? How do you two know each other? Right, because Riddler okay. was nursing Penguin back to health. Yeah. And that was when they went off to war against Galavan for the final time, which another again, another thing where this is like a celebration of like the entire series. Like they mentioned Galavan for like the first time in like (laughs) yeah, like even even the the only time his name is said is like when you talk about Tabitha's name, like, oh, yes, Tabitha Galavan. But like, yeah, like. That's right. She had a family, a brother. <laughs> well, it's like, it's, it's like Bruce, like, you know, Galavan was all my fault. No, because you were, not only were you a minor, but like Galavan wanted to like kidnap and kill you. Like you had nothing to do with that. <laughs> Just because you were the yeah. victim doesn't mean you were, you were the reason. They, they wanted him specifically because of who he was. Yeah, that's, because that's, of that's still his, not his fault. His family. So that's but, why he's saying like all of this stuff is happening because of me. Then he all listed all the things where he was targeted in the city and was a device for all these destructive plots. That's what he meant when he said all of that stuff. Because remember, back in the day, in the beginning, he was getting kidnapped every other episode. That was a thing that like was like constantly joked about among Gotham fandom. Like, oh, Bruce is kidnapped again. They and then now, 
Uh, now he's kidnapping other. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's too big well, to kidnap. The boy is growing so much. Now he's kidnapping people himself. Somebody posted on Twitter like a gif of um, Cameron Beacondova and Davi Mazzaus from the first season and having that muffin fight. And I was like, I oh that. my gosh, so little. <laughs> oh, dude, let me tell you. So remember, I told you I was watching this episode. Oh, I was like, I have like half this episode left. You want to come watch it since you've only seen like two other episodes? And he was like, sure. And he was all like, okay, what's happening? <laughs> and then like Bruce walks out. And he's like, oh my God, he's so big. <laughs> you he so tiny. <laughs> that's not Bruce, that's Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> the reaction he had was like so sharp, like, holy shit. So big. He was so small the last time I saw Because <laughs> the last time we saw him was the 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 circus episode with Jerome. I remember thinking... Um, sorry, I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, you're no, good. No, no, go ahead. I remember thinking like like early in the show, like maybe the first couple of seasons, that, that Dobby Evans would have been a really good Damian Wayne. I thought he kind of had the yeah. intensity, and he obviously, you know, was absolutely the size. I, I thought he would have been if he ever, ever, ever like like when he was younger, cosplay as Damian Wayne, it would have been killer. It's true, he's amazing, and I love his face. I love him so much. I'm gonna miss him. I know this episode was like really hard because it was like <laughs> I was getting all these memories to like December when like everyone was like posting on social media that was involved in the show. Like last day of filming, last day of filming saying goodbye. Like JW Cortez is like my last day as Alvarez. And then like all everyone's, uh, everyone was posting these goodbye messages. You will always be Alvarez in my heart for eternity. So it is not your last day. (laughs) Cortez should move up to he should move up to Vancouver and just like be Alvarez on the Batwoman show that they're filming right now. Oh my god, be still my well, heart. Because, I would have um, to actually watch. Because they um the Batwoman production crew like they asked um Gotham's like he, like to send them uh the GCPD uniform. So like when they send it, they should like send Alvarez with it. Like he but comes, then he would have to become a Vancouver police officer. You forget he has a real life job. The sack. Oh wait, he's actually, made. he's still a cop. Like, like there was, despite all this filming. Yeah. Huh? Wow. That's his big job. That's why he's not on the show a lot. I totally forgot about that. I thought I thought that he was a. I knew he was a law enforcement, but I guess I forgot that was continuing to be his like. So he's he continues to be a hero in the face of Pretty yeah, Boy Ben McKenzie. Like, he's like a real. That's that's like the other thing that makes me super excited about him existing. Like when I found out he was like an actual cop, and then he plays a cop on the TV show. And isn't he also like a a military veteran? Yeah, he's like amazing. Okay, I I don't know. I just love him. He's he's so great. He's so great. You know. And then, like the way he answered Ben's question at diversity in DC or whatever it was, that was so good. It took me a second to realize you weren't talking about Ben McKenzie. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I have a Ben too. I'm intern Ben. The way he yeah. answered intern Ben's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So. Yeah. Uh, and it was a really good question, too. I was, I was like, oh, wow, you know, props. Like, <laughs> how does Alvarez, like, process all the shit that goes on around him? It's like, well, he didn't ask it that way. <laughs> he dropped, like, PTSD, and I was like, oh, this boy. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we've had deep talks about, like, non-homeless matters. <laughs> <laughs> Way to categorize it. Deep talks about non-homeless matters. Homeless, homeless isn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it like your idea, Donovan, to have like the three of us like how homeless homeless cop off the balcony for no reason at SDCC? Yes, I absolutely did. That. <laughs> <laughs> it was like funny Ben and I. You know that you definitely were not drunk when you did that. None of us were drunk. <laughs> No, I mean, I just know, like, that is a really silly idea, and then Don Stone Cold sober, because he doesn't really drink. Yeah. He... We were bored is what we were. <laughs> and the funny thing was, it was Don's idea, not mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but of course, like, I, I was down for it. I was like, yes, let's do it. We, like, did, we did it, right? Did, we did do it. Yes, we did. We absolutely did. <laughs> um. So there's an episode of Gotham there that I guess we're talking. Uh, we're not really going plotline by plotline because this is like kind of like. Uh, well, they, well, it was such a clear filler episode. It, it, it's not, it's yeah. hard to like pretend to be invested in it when it was just like a one and done. But Wait, but po- talk about the wedding at all? Yeah, well, go, go for it. Oh no, because we we got sidetracked by all the kissing. <laughs> the orgy. <laughs> The orgy of mouth. Um, I don't know what to do. I thought the wedding was really cute, mostly because I've wanted that since season one, and it gratuitously played to what I wanted, even though it it's really weird. I do like the relationship in the way that they actually want to do it, despite everything that's happened. Um, didn't she try to leave him for dead once, too? Once. When you say leave him for dead, like, uh, what do you mean? Like, he was gonna die and then she didn't help him? I don't remember. I feel like she did, not, I don't mean, like, when she gave him, like, you're gonna take this virus, or you're gonna die because I buried you. I mean, like, he got, like, she got hurt or something and then she didn't help him and then like someone else had to help him i feel like that's breaking the doctor's like oath but like she's broken that so many times yeah you know first do no harm and she's killed like countless gothamites she smashed a guy's hand in with a hammer she killed poisoned lights <laughs> yeah i'm <laughs> You're like, oh, she smashed some guy's hand with it. That, that is nothing, dude. She released a virus onto a city. When she and was Barbara's... And then she watched them, like, kill each other. <laughs> when she was Barbara's OBGYN, she secretly, like, took the baby out and, like, put, like, a bomb in there. So, like, the baby's already born. Like, it's, like, in um a little clinic and, like, you know, like, in, in an infant ward in the back of the hospital. Barbara's carrying, like, a bomb that's gestating. It's going to blow up and level all of Gotham. Again, no one's a virgin to evil. So what I was thinking when you said that is I was picturing Bruce carrying Babs across 
Gotham running towards the docks like sometimes you can't get like the Vivazal just holding Aaron Richards up in the air, just running around Gotham. Like <laughs> and, and and out of Aaron Richards' belly button is that little rope with like a spark on it that's on the top of every bombs. Like <laughs> I didn't go that far. I did. Yeah, you would. You, you always go that extra mile. But yeah, I I thought the wedding was really cute. I really liked it. It was it's my end game. It solidifies everything that I want. So I don't really care about anything else. Um I did <laughs> a little boy coming out the train, but that's a different thing. Um What? Actually actually didn't mind too much about how Lee was written in this. Because it felt like kind of a callback to how she was written in the first season to me. Um, but yeah, the whole like... Hold on. she was, I did like her concern, her, her general concern about having to raise a child with Barbara Keene. Honestly, anyone having to raise a child with Barbara Keene. I do love that she was actually dedicated to the idea of raising the child with Barbara and um, Jim, like being a stepmother. Like she was all in. I thought that was cool. And then her first conversation with uh, Alfred since season one. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, they season two, oh. season two, they had um, yeah at when, when they met, but yeah, oh, they, right. they, when they were doing the um, what did they do in season two? They they met at that charity ball, and Alfred was like hitting on her, and because oh, uh, that's when they had the maniacs. Okay, <laughs> so they didn't read in season one; they met in season two. And it's funny because I, I I remember a moment where like. She was getting ready to say, I have a boyfriend, but he said something that implied how rich he was. And she, like, stopped in her tracks and then, like, didn't mention Gordon. She's like, oh, yes, we can. I don't remember what it was that he said, but it was, uh, like, along, oh, yeah, we can go on the yacht. Uh, listen, I have a, did you say yacht? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> her love is so easily bought. <laughs> well, well I, uh, Every day you can be on a yacht. Well, I don't know if it was a yacht in particular, but it was like something along those lines that like signified his wealth or something that like, I don't think she was going to cheat on Jim, but I think it was enough to make her be like, wait, what? Like, hold on. Like, let, let, keep talking. Like, this isn't happening, but I want to hear you out. Like, it was, it was something like that. I almost joked in the recap that, like, yeah, like, as Alfred's confined her, he, like, leans in for a kiss, like, oh, sorry. <laughs> That's not what was happening here? Did I misread this? <laughs> Would have been fun. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I do like their nice deep <laughs> And how well aware the, of his, of her feelings for Jim that he was. <laughs> despite not ever having anything to do with him. Because they haven't had any, like, interactions, and I don't think it's actually been um, mentioned around 
Alfred that Lee and Jim are a thing. Although they have been in the police station for Well, she Alfred found out at the end of that episode because when he saw her and like Jim kiss, he was like, Oh man. Yeah, but so much has happened since then. That's true. Like I think uh, I think what? raising a teenage boy is just such a full-time job that, like, like especially when he's kidnapped all the time. So Alfred doesn't have time to, like, you know, for love. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> he has sex every night. We just don't see this an off. It's an off-screen land. <laughs> Was he? Were they smiling though? <laughs> he's been with every woman in the show. <laughs> 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 it's just like, like, remember he and Fish flirted? Yeah. Oh, God. That is, oh, I forgot Fish Mooney existed. <laughs> no one has yeah. mentioned Fish. Nobody has mentioned Fish. This would have been a good episode to do it, too, since this is, like, the finale-ish. Like, since they were calling back to all this stuff, like... Even you, you can't get Jay the Pinkett Smith back for like Gordon's, you know, dream sequence. But like, you can like have like, I guess like a bad Someone wig. To refer to, is there anyone left to refer to um, Penguin as an Umbrella Boy, or are they all dead? Um, Bullock. Oh yeah. Yeah, because Bullock's known Penguin since the beginning. So yeah. Um. But speaking of callbacks, like a lot of people said that the judge should have been Barnes. And while I agree, like they probably just couldn't get Michael Chiklis for like the episode. That would have been amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> now you know how I feel about the executioner. <laughs> I would have lost my damn mind. Especially if he was in costume the entire time. <laughs> He's still in that makeup. And then, like, instead of, like, an axe hand, it's a gavel hand. <gasps> oh! <laughs> Shut up and take my money. Uh, I want it. Yeah, I'm mad <laughs> that they didn't do that. <laughs> I have, like... <laughs> I always tell everybody don't watch this show. It's so bad, but it's just like, but I'm also, but I'm also like, no, you need to watch the show. It's so bad. <laughs> it talks so much shit about this show, and I get so mad about it. But I, I actually do want to go back and watch all of it. <laughs> oh God. When, when, when they turned to the jury and it was all the Dead Haven people, I was hoping that it would be all Gordons. That would have been funnier. Well, I thought it was going to be all Gordons. And then it was all the Haven people. And I was just like, are those Dead Haven people? Because I can't recognize any of those faces. <laughs> <laughs> Will, like, flips the, flips the, like, switch for the electric jury. He's like, that's for feeding me peaches, which I, you know I'm allergic to. By the way, I know that it was you that kicked me off of the bed, and that's why my arm broke, pushed, sizzle. <laughs> Man, uh, that whole scene was not really that great. <laughs> Don loved it. <laughs> the whole, I want to live, I want to live. Almost, almost, almost. Yes, I did many bad things. 
I even killed Galavan. That's all I need to hear. Then, like, the lights go on, and it's like, <laughs> you see, I hired Zaz to shoot you, and then we drugged you to make you think you were having this fantasy. <laughs> so, you would admit, so you would admit in your dream that you killed Galavan, but you're actually not dreaming. You're awake. Wait, but why... That doesn't make sense. What about Will? Oh, yes. <laughs> we blew up Haven and faked Will's death as part of this elaborate plan to get you to admit to wow. killing Galavan. Very <laughs> clever. <laughs> what about that? What about Harvey? He was drinking those Mai Tais from Alvarez. Harvey does that every week. That is true. I'm wise Professor Pick here. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The front door was open. <laughs> 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 you're you're under arrest for no, but dude, it wasn't actually Professor Pig because the, the body of the actor was actually a lot smaller. Oh yeah, they they, they were yeah. reusing old props like the Court of Al, which again I, I I love that that was a great way to like look back on the series. And I think we said while Don was gone too that um uh like they should have had somebody mention Fishmunia as well. Yeah, that would have been a mess bars. Yeah, I don't know if this episode the- was like as as uh much of an, a successful tribute to the series as I think you took it. I mean, it they, they definitely played homage to some things. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to compare it to the actual series finale once that happens on April 25th. Um, I do have a problem with, and I know it's Gotham, and I know that this happens all the time. Like all Everyone is like friends with someone that they were trying to kill. That's great, but like Barbara in the span of like two episodes is like, I will kill that bird. I will find him and I will rip his head. Like she and penguin are having like sleepovers now. Like it's, it's really jarring for me. And it's not the first time the show's done this, obviously like, you know, people do that all the time, but it's, (sighs) it does give me whiplash. We're like, you, you feel like, did I miss an episode? But like, no, they're the best of friends now. <laughs> I know, for real. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. just, no one can stay mad at these characters because they're all friends. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I love the Chris Chalk thing. We talked about that. Like, um, do you have anything else to say about the Chris Chalk thing? Uh, just about the episode in general. We went beat by beat about anything. We just kind of like glossed over stuff. Um, yeah, no, the, 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 we kind of like had a natural conversation instead of like saying like, "What did you think of Ivy? What did you think of?" Yeah, we were kind of all over the place this this week. I actually really liked the return of Ivy. I was really surprised about how much I really liked her being back. <laughs> Well, and I really thought when we did those other episodes earlier this season, when I was like, this is the last time we see Ivy and the last time we see Zaz, like, yes, I knew the cast of the other episodes. I did not know the cast that was going to be in these episodes. So, like, I was, like, very definitively thinking, like, yeah, we'll never see and, them and again. They were clearly intended to initially, originally. Yeah, yeah, because that was, like, a goodbye for Zaz and, like, kind of a goodbye for Ivy, too, but... Um, I kind of prefer Zaz's previous appearance. Really, knows I like see around Jim. I, I kind of thought that was a, that was a bit more effective than like his. I mean, he's arrested in this, which is fine, but like, um, you know, it's, he's always fun. I, I love him so much. Fight me. 
I'm looking at Reddit and somebody people are mad about the hiatus and someone says, Hey Fox, screw you, and then someone replies, Lucius cries off in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like wrong Fox. <laughs> I don't understand. Why is he crying? Because some some was mad at Fox the network, and they said "screw you, Fox." So like the person's joking that Lucius like thought that they were talking to him. I feel that like oh. it's a final season. It's the last several episodes. I get you know the hiatus seems unnecessary, but like there's nothing you can do about it. So I feel I feel it feels weird to kind of protest that. How are you even protesting? Or even or even just like kind of like like, like shout out like I don't like it. In such a such a assertive way. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody commented, "Lucius and Alfred, yikes, hormones." Because like when they react to like Bruce and Selena kissing at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I want to know what Jordan Vettis like thought that. about that. <laughs> I want I want to know if he like fell on the floor. Who? Um, he's one of our fans, and he's like a big Batman and Catwoman shipper. Oh, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said a Gotham wedding without at least three deaths is a boring affair. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. Nobody died at that wedding. What the? What's the worst? I super duper duper uber duper loved like Zaz's whole thing about like yeah. I'm just a distraction while she goes to kill him. I probably wasn't supposed to tell you that. And then he just shrugs and he just starts shooting. <laughs> He's so cute. I love him. Uh, oh, too much. I'm going to miss him so much. I know. Oh my God. So, someone on Reddit says, one month later and Bruce just now brings up Ivy. Yup, because maybe the time <laughs> skip was... <laughs> Maybe he completely forgot about the conversation and then remembered they had it because there are flowers in the police station. <laughs> he looked at the they looked at the flowers and they're like, "Oh yeah, that reminds me of Ivy." Wait a second, <laughs> in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> I love it. I, I love Bruce. Like so cute on their date. Like he sets this whole thing up for her this date. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, oh, God. <laughs> Someone commented, wow, they used my fan fiction. <laughs> I have no clue what scene they're referring to. Oh, by the way, I am. Um, I started to catch up on all my Batman comics, and I just got to the episode or the issue where he was to her. <laughs> During the war of jokes and riddles. We talked about that the first time you were on the podcast during the season three finale. I know. And uh, I just I just got around to, I don't know, when I started dating Don, I stopped reading comics, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no need. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll just have Don tell me what happens. I don't have to read anymore. <laughs> Readings for losers. <laughs> Someone put Dude, why can't just anyone shoot Zaz? And then someone said, good plot armor. That's another thing, too, that I'm going to bitch about. Uh, again, you know, he has a gun in each hand, two guns. There are at least 10 to 20 cops, and they're all, like, hiding from him. And I know he's an expert Martian because Wiki says that's one of his superpowers, but, like... <laughs> I know it's a comic book television show, but come on, man. <laughs> Somebody's on, on, the, on the higher floor. Take a headshot. 
They did shoot at him, though. Freaking hit him. He jumped down. Because they were pinned first because he was just continuously shooting. Then he started talking. And, you know, they're not, like, bad guys, so they're not going to shoot him while he's talking. Someone brought up a really good point here about, uh, uh, oh, yeah, like, uh, when Lee says, what has Jim ever done to you? And then they reply, Ivy, blah, blah, plans, blah, blah, plans. And then this Reddit person said, Jim was part of the conspiracy that framed her father for murder, which led to his death, her mom's suicide, and Ivy's descent into madness. Does the show remember its own? I I agree. Like, like I I thought that that was coming, but it wasn't. I completely forgot about that because I was like two Ivy actresses ago. But like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like when Lee's like, what has Jim ever done to you? It's like, oh, yeah, Lee wouldn't know. She wasn't there for the pilot. No, she wasn't. She didn't. She didn't meet him until like halfway through the season, didn't she? Yeah, it was uh, the extra episodes because that was another case where they ordered extra episodes like in the middle of the season. Um, yeah. Because the pilot, the first season was going to end with um, uh, yeah. Love Lovecraft. Oh. And, and and like it was going to be like an eleven episode season or something, and then like Fox ordered more, so that's why there was a lot of like wheel spinning at the end of like that season too. With you know I like Penguin's Umbrella was the mid season finale, first season finale original, not Lovecraft. No, because there was a few more weeks, and then Lovecraft. Because I remember we even talked about like this isn't even the mid season finale. What are they going to do until then and the rest of the season? Oh, uh, Penguin's Umbrella was that was like episode eleven. Out of thirteen, Penguin's Umbrella was episode like seven or six. Really? But that, yeah, that was like a big turn. I, I remember like God, I thought it was later in the season. I I swear it's like episode six or seven. Um, I'm 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 looking this up right now. Episode seven. Jesus. It's funny because like the episode art for it on Google, it's Gordon staring down like Fish Mooney. <laughs> <laughs> My great, but like, me. but like his hair is like cut. Alfred, anyone then else is and then it's Lovecraft. Lovecraft was so weak in comparison, though. It was. I I agree, but every episode was weak compared to Penguin's Umbrella. Bird of the Goat was good. Yeah. We did a sequel. The only reason why Batman's hair should be so big is if he's stalking weapons in it. Oh, these people are savage. (laughs) 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 Freaking for real. Another thought I had is like, Diamond Mazzell has gone full on Vegeta in this thing. His hair is so tall. I don't understand what is that? Is, Is he somehow like Oswald's like younger brother all of a sudden I don't understand what's happening because it's not like that kind of hairstyle is popular these days it isn't I don't know what they're doing on that show Uh, one of the things I did enjoy about the final episodes of the first season though even though I hate what they did to Barbara Keen is the fact that I got to stare at Milo Ventimiglia for like two episodes Peter Petrelli. I always thought he'd be a great uh, Red Hood. No, I can't unsee it. <laughs> Good, excellent. Even 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 when he's um, younger, as, as as like a younger Jason Todd, when you think of him like as a teen actor, like later on, I think I think he'd be great. Are we ready to uh, futon critic and uh, promo? What's the promo? Let me see. 
Yeah, let me let me find. Yeah, link it, link it to me too. I've not seen it. Iron Bird. Next episode on Gotham, Gordon has a secret. You- so that was the trial of Jim Gordon. Next episode is called. It's all. It, yeah, it is called. It is called I Am Bane on the precipice of Gotham's reunification. Gordon and Bruce find themselves face to face with the newly transformed Eduardo and discover the real mastermind behind the city's current chaos. Meanwhile, a pregnant Barbara turns to <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> For help in the all-new Iron Burn. Guest star Shane West as Eduardo Duran's Burn. Jamie Murray as Teresa Walker. B.D. Wong as Hugo Strange. The goat. And John, ben- <laughs> and John Benford Lloyd as General Wade. Um, General Wade is a character from the comics. Um, I forget which comics, though. <laughs> He's clearly from the Hulk. <laughs> Thunderbolt Wade Ross. <laughs> Uncle Thundy! <laughs> <laughs> Which you still need to reply to that scheduling thread, Don. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, we've seen that promo. Uh, we got one of my favorite shots of the season. Barbara on her wheelchair sporting double gunning it. Jesus Christ. While she's pregnant possibly giving going into labor <laughs> kill me now <laughs> barbara will she's got them two guns oh my god i hope she shoots me so i don't have to deal with it <laughs> she shoots the viewers <laughs> um so so yeah what do you all think of that promo and that description and not burn it hurts so much what did she ever do to you? You liked her this episode, too. You're like, I like Barbara's plot line. I did like it because it wasn't, like, just tossed in. It felt like it had more of a, like, she had more of a reason to be there. I don't know. Like, it, she got some develop. she actually got some development in this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That was fine. I, I, um... It was. She did feel shoehorned in, for one. She seemed like she actually had a purpose in this episode, probably because she was directing it, versus someone else shoehorning her into the episode. So it felt like she was supposed to be there, except it never does. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, I cut somebody off. Well, I mean, they're laying all like you know, Bane's here. It's just like. I'm not really excited for him, and I love Vane as a character, but like, let's just let's let's, let's get this version over with. Yeah, yeah. This just, Vane has always been painful to watch in anything that isn't like actual comic books and the animated series. Monkey work. Because I I keep I literally keep blocking out his appearance in the movie. Batman and Robin or whatever. I literally keep blocking out because every time I remember him, it's just like, what the f*** does he even look like? And then there was the Tom Hardy one, which made me mad because he was a lackey. And this one is making me mad because he's a lackey again. He yes. started off with solid, and then now he's just a tool again. It's like, yeah, no, she gave me a purpose. I'm like, oh god, just I thought visually 
in um, Batman and Robin, he looked okay, but like obviously that was like all there was to it. Yeah, visually was the only like that like <laughs> they got his character it's design so right, dumb. but then but then they like went home for the rest of the day. Yeah, and then he just keeps being used as a tool by women instead of being his own person. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, he was a tool of he was a tool of women in both of those movies. I, I, I thought that he was that he even though he was a tool for um uh Talia in Dark Knight Rises, I thought that he was at least he was very proactive. Like he did do a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, for her. Yeah, but it, 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 it wasn't like I didn't. I didn't get the sense that he was like um, a mindless minion in that. And even at the end, when she's like, you know, let him live, and he's, he's like, "That I'm going to kill you, Batman." So yeah, like, you realize I'm going to kill you. Yeah, you just have to imagine the fight. I don't think it, it, he was. He was as as like as lackey-ish as people tend to rant about that. Um, no, I mean the point is not that he. Oh my god! Make it clear for us. In most things that I have read or even seen in animation, he is the one in charge unless he is hired by somebody, but that is by choice, and then he can clearly leave that situation when he wants to. When you're watching some like Batman and Robin, he's a mindless dumbass. When you're watching uh, The Dark Knight Rises he is clearly dedicated to this woman. That is not like him. It's not for his agenda. It's him believing in this woman's agenda and trying to work for that. Do you understand what I mean? And then now in this, it's a repeat of that. I mean, Jamie Murray is gorgeous, but this guy is, he's not like, yeah, she gave me a purpose and she gave me this. She gave me that. And it's, it rings to me like the movie did where he's not dedicated to like himself he's dedicated to someone else i agree i, I i'm much more of a fan of him as a as a uh as a solo person even in the animated series when he first appeared he was sort of a hired gun for rupert thorne whereas in the yeah. comics he was completely he paid. yeah paid yeah that was... and then um he he decided to take that job. He's like, yeah, I've got these skills and I'm going to do this. It's, it's different than dedicating yourself to a cause. You I, mean, I mean, no, yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, like it's, it's not, it's never been, cause Chuck Dixon has said he's never been happy with like, he's only preferred the, the uh, anime series band opposed to any other media version. And I, and I get that. I think people tend, I just think that people tend to like, lay it on thick with The Dark Knight Rises in comparison to Batman and Robin, where he was literally a monosyllabic tool. And it's like, I understand preferring one thing over the other, but you can't say they're the exact same thing. That to me is, is like disingenuous. I'm not saying they're the exact same thing. I'm just saying he is still someone else's lackey. He is still her lackey. He was working for... Like, he believes in her and her cause it's not his thing it's her thing everything he did was around her basically when you at least that's what i got out of the movie reddit and twitter have lots of like theories about um him working for um uh teresa walker yeah with batman out of the way gotham could be yours so could i and what about your employer 
Well, accidents do happen. I don't know why that dialogue. I don't know why that dialogue came in my mind. <laughs> You're too pretty to kill, but this I can't work. <laughs> uh, what was the last time you saw the animated episode of Bane, uh, Jen? A long, long, long time ago. <laughs> the last time I saw an animated version of Bane wasn't it? A, wasn't he in Young Justice? Yes. He was in Young Justice. Yeah, season. One and season in the, in the most recent season they, they've been doing, he, he shows up again. <laughs> that makes no, no, the venom. And, um, I remember the last time I saw him in the animated series was Batman Beyond, and he was strapped up to like Venom because he needed it to live. That's awesome. It's small I, I, dose. I saw ninety percent of Batman Beyond for the first time, like uh, with the guy who was making the slappers with his Bane Venom. Yeah, the slappers. Yeah. <laughs> Listen up, Twip. <laughs> oh my gosh! When I went to NYCC, I saw a um, a I saw a guy in the whole Batman Beyond outfit, and I was like, Shway! And he morbid. was like, hey, Shway! And I was like, Ah! <laughs> oh my god what if, what if what if that's the time skip like we go all the way to Batman Beyond and Davi Mazzaus is in like old man makeup <laughs> that'd, be a, that'd, be, that'd be unexpected to say the least <laughs> only, only if they do like a half time skip where he's actually Batman and then time skip further into the future to when he's in the old man I, I wouldn't even be mad I wouldn't even be mad and then Hugo Strange just shows up looking exactly the same. How, you so young? How are you still alive? The waters of Indian Hill can be right rejuvenating. <laughs> Ready to pound some criminal skull. <laughs> we are riders on a mission. <laughs> That's nothing to do with this. I don't know you you said something that made me think of those deuce bats. I don't know what you're referring to. Wiggity wiggity. This rocket power. Stupid cartoon. What? A really stupid cartoon called Rocket Power about a bunch of skateboarding kids. That was oh, like God. the most pandering. Even as a kid, I thought that this show was. Wow. So until next time. Or unless we have, so do we have something more to say about Barry? No. <laughs> so, I just don't. I just feel like I don't know. He's like supposed to be Batman's most, um, his most formidable threatening um, supervillain, and then he's being demoted to second in command. That's what it is. Second, does that make you feel better? He's like under the command of somebody else. I feel like that happens to enough of Batman's villains where like they wind up working for someone else at one point or another that it doesn't bother me as long as they don't lose their agency and like their sense of like power like they did in Batman and Robin. Like, cause even in the star Wars movies, Darth Vader is like always second to the emperor, but like, he's still like a very, very fearsome son of a bitch. Um, yeah, but always been second to the emperor. Well, the thing about Bane is, that, and like what Jan's getting right is that, like in the comics, he he came into the scene 
specifically to to, to kill Batman or to, to break Batman. Like he he plot out the whole right. thing. He you know. He found out who he was. He broke into his house and beat him in his own Batcave. I mean, that's that's a real personal like 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 threat, and you kind of want to see that animosity portrayed on screen. And it's always been kind of like uh, adjacent to something else. So I I get the frustration. Like, why can't he be like his comic? I I, I absolutely do. I think that like that like not. I, I think I think they just where he was the bad guy by himself they could do it he has he has the brains he has the strength like he's he's the whole package then they but still they make a nightfall movie push him under other people that's, even after even after nightfall though like he, he was Roz's bitch in legacy and then he was luther's bitch in no man's land no, in no man's um, land he he was he was like working for luther but like batman shows up yeah. and he's like yeah i think i think it will actually leave this is this isn't doing anything for me so he's not like right he's not a henchman in, in in no man's land well i'm not saying but what i'm saying is like yeah not fall he did take control but like that is one of the only times he did that but it is his best story and it's the story he's the most notable for um and then there's that weird friggin story where like they were brothers like where like i like thought story. that thomas wayne might be his biological father for like five minutes. Well, again, like the name Dorance <laughs> comes from. And Nightwing is like freaked out. Like, I don't want Bane to be my uncle. <laughs> because Bruce Wayne is well, his biological yeah. father. Well, Bruce Wayne is his adopted father. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> he bounces you on your on, on his knee and he accidentally breaks your back. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> Is your is your uh, Bane accent is like one step away from being Scooby Doo? (laughs) (laughs) I will I will break you. It always goes back to Scooby Doo. Well, it's before you met me. There was like a period of my life for like you know three or four years where like um whenever I would take the kids to laser tag, I would wear a Bane mask. It was just this like weird tradition. So, like, there was, like, if you go to Facebook, like, before, like, you know, you met Ergo, like, met me, there's, like, years of me in, like, a Bane mask, which, like, the mask eventually got, like, kind of old, where, like, it's harder to wear now, it, like, hurts my face, and we switched laser tag places, and, like, the new laser tag place, it doesn't work, like, wearing it as well, um, because of, like, the gear and stuff like that, but, yeah, that, uh... (laughs) I, I I'd wear that Dark Knight Rises Bane mask and do like this like for years. That was like a character trait of mine that like the writers of my show forgot about. Yes, the writers of your show. Yeah, when they wrote <laughs> Alan and Montoya off. No, help me! Oh man, I love that episode. <laughs> so until next time, this is Bert. This is Don. This is Talia. <laughs> and this is Jim. I want to look I've read a vision that that was one of the funniest moments of the season. <laughs> <laughs> homeless Homeless Cop! And you've been listening to Homeless Homeless Cop. <laughs> yeah, homeless who, cop who are you is- kidding? That's the show that we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> homeless Cop is filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> there, you, there it is. There Executive it is. producer like Norman Miller. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
It's not glamorous work, but we are helping to save the lives of thousands of people. People? Ugh. I'm sorry, did you just say people? Ugh. Lucius, what if I were to tell you I have in my possession the most intoxicating perfume you'll ever smell? I would tell you that's an abrupt change of topic. Can we go back to the part where you said people? Ugh. 